You are listening to the Evolution Exchange podcast Nordics, a melting pot of ideas and inspiration shared by some of the most successful technical leaders in the Nordic region. I'm Chris Bennett, and I help connect businesses with tech freelancers, and I'm your host. Do remember, if you haven't clicked the subscribe button, please do. Today, I'm joined by the CIO over at Telenor Sweden, Kristen Lindmark. I met Kristen in Stockholm earlier this year in the five and I was fascinated by her profile. She's been both finalist CIO of the year in 2020 in Sweden and the finalist European Digital Leader of the Year 2021 in the finance category. Today, I and Kristen will be discussing Teleno, the role of telco, and the increasing security challenges in the telco industry. So for listeners, uh, by the way, hi, Kristen, you okay? Hi, nice to be here. Great, great to see you, great to see you. So for our listeners that don't know you, can you tell us a bit about your background, a bit about your profile and some of the passions you have? Sure, so uh, thanks again, really happy to be here. Uh, I'm Christian Lindmark, CEO of Telenor Sweden. Quite new in that role, or actually one year. So I don't know if I can call myself new anymore. Uh, but uh, with that, also new in the telco industry. So if we're going to talk in this in this podcast to deep dive in the telco industry, probably I'm not the one to talk the really deep techy stuff. But I'll have some reflections at least from the outside in uh, to this industry. My background is um, I'm um, I have a master of science in engineering and information technology and have spent about 20 years mainly in the financial services industry. So uh, about eight years with Accenture in the uh, banking and insurance uh, industry. And then I've been at the, the IF uh, PNC insurer here in, in the Nordics and leading the, the project Opquist there. And uh, then I came to Storebrand, which has, is a main uh, player in the long-term savings and pensions industry. And I was the CIO for the uh, Swedish branch SPP for about uh, eight years, uh, starting in 2013. And then, uh, so we did a quite big transformation in that space and then I came to Telenor about a year ago as I said. So passions I think from a work perspective I think really all my my work life I've been in the always been on the IT side but with a really big drive to understand your business and to see what tech and IT can can enable and, and bring to, to your business. Why the move into telco then, after so long not in it? To, to be honest, uh, when when someone called about this role, I was like, eh, telco, no, probably not. Uh, I, I really liked financial services. But then uh, it, it was a really good pitch. So she said, uh, give me a couple of minutes, and I'll tell you about the role. Uh, and I got really hooked. Seems like a really exciting place to be at this point in time in this industry. And also when I got into the interview process, I met the really great people. And I just knew it was a, a journey that I wanted to be a part of. Okay. Um, okay, then. Uh, so you've been there a year. Yeah. How has it been? It's been, uh, I think, a roller coaster as it is when you when you uh, really dive into something uh, new. I've been learning a lot, 
uh, in a way, IT is IT, uh, uh, and I see a lot of uh, similarities uh, between uh, financial services and the telco industry, uh, highly regulatory driven industries, so things uh, going on uh, with the outside digital pressure that's forcing the industries to change. Uh, you have a big uh, portion of legacy uh, in both industries, but still, of course, a lot, a lot of things that is new, uh, understanding the uh, terminology, getting to know, uh, really understand the, what you sell, what you what you do, and, and uh, getting to know uh, the people. So uh, it's been an extremely intense year, uh, I have to, to tell mm. you, but uh, also uh, really great. Uh, Telnor Sweden is uh, uh, one of the biggest telco providers in Sweden, and, and we have uh, uh, like two main value chains with the consumer and business. And, and uh, the IT organization is about uh, 400 people, like uh, half uh, about 200 employees and about the same number of uh, consultants. So it's a uh, quite large IT organization. Uh, and with that, lots of different challenges uh, and things uh, to do. So lots on our plate, uh, but exciting times. It does sound like it. We've been, we've been recruiting in Stockholm, um, along other Nordic uh, countries and cities uh, for now five years. Uh, but it's been a, definitely a strange year in 2022. Yeah, whereas last year, if you would have asked me, I kind of a big, our biggest clients, it was every fintech company in Stockholm. Yeah, and things have changed. Yeah, it feels like the tel- the the telco companies, the ones still hiring, the ones not getting rid of people, often now anyway, at least. Yeah, uh, the safe choice, some might say. Yeah, so why do you think um, talent always is a safe choice for? IT specialist, IT specialists at the minute, when everyone else seems to be either defunding or dosizing. Well, I think first of all, is anything uh, safe nowadays? Um, hmm. I think uh, definitely uncertainty, uh, certainty is the word. Uh, we live in an uncertain world, and uh, so as you said, many of the cool startups and and they're not getting the easy access to funds and funding anymore and uh, the unicorns they are downsizing we talked a little bit of that earlier this year and and as you said this is, has been uh, really uh, happening now uh, especially over the last couple of months so i think uh, winter is coming and i said definitely mm-hmm. that uh, we <laughs> on a really snowy day in, in stockholm this morning but regarding telco uh, i think that uh, we we provide the critical infrastructure and and services that are almost to 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 the basic needs of people of like food and water and electricity like the connectivity so from an economic situation perspective our services they will they will be needed of course both consumer and businesses there are they will spend less in a weaker economy mm. Uh, and we are definitely hit by uh, higher energy prices, for example. But uh, at the same time, we we see uh, opportunity. I see huge opportunity here. Uh, it's been uh, such a, a challenge to attract and retain talent over the last couple of years. Uh, uh, we are still hiring. Uh, of course, we do it a bit more selectively now. Uh, but but uh, we are uh, definitely uh, still seeking for for talent 
uh, we're working with universities. Uh, we're looking into starting uh, tech internships and uh, really take this opportunity to get the great people on board. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's 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 interesting to hear that. Yeah, because at the minute it does. It, every time, every time I click on LinkedIn, it feels like another company has has got rid of people. There's even like been round two of let goes. Yeah, but do you see this happening in uh, the telecom market? Like, would you would would you see? Would you, do you think do you think even telco could be hit at some point? No, I think that we we will be hit in the sense that we need to be a bit more careful. It's it's definitely changing times, but I think that we are to somewhat more we have a lot a bit longer perspective, and I think we are a mature industry in that way that we have experienced this before. Many of the companies now and the people have never experienced a real downturn before. And uh, always in downturns, uh, you need to work smart. Uh, and but uh, there's also also always opportunity for uh, the companies that uh, take the the opportunities to to um, yeah position yourself. Mm. Are you seeing different amounts of candidates interviewing for Telenor Sweden? Are you seeing different types of people trying to get in touch with you? Yeah, what what's does it feel different this year in terms of when you are in the recruiting process, does it feel any different or kind of what are the differences? I think that we're starting, especially after summer, has started to notice that it's easier to get access to uh, to talent, people applying, but also that people responding to to yeah. when you reach out. I think uh, techie people has got really spoiled in that perspective, just uh, that that you need to really work out and, and push your message. And, and now I think they're a bit, more responsive at least as uh, of course uh, the main uh, the, the areas that uh, everyone is recruiting uh, there's still really hot uh, um, competence out there of course it's mm. not that everything is but but at least uh, i think that you you can get a little bit uh, more access to to people's attention and and uh, uh, get people aware that that uh, we have a, a really interesting industry and and we have a really uh, cool company. We have uh, that's one of my reflection about Telenor uh, coming from financial services uh, here. Tech is really part of our culture, uh, so it's uh, it's engineering culture that I I really like. So uh, getting people on board and and see that this is an industry that has really great uh, exciting work uh, and uh, a really great culture we have a very international uh, uh, IT organization with people from many different countries so uh, that's also one of the things I, I really like uh, with Telenor so I think that they really need to just get people interested and see what we have to offer when, when you say tech is a, a, a um, kind of in the DNA of your culture yeah, it's going to paraphrase you slightly. What do you mean by that? I think uh, since the telecommunication, uh, like the, the networks, that that it is, 
it is a company built out of engineers. So I think that's so that is the, the part of uh, that's our core business providing the, the connectivity. So in that sense, you have a lot of um, lots of peers uh, in a like techy geeky culture. Uh, I like that. Awesome. So so when um, when you and me met earlier this year uh, when we we're having a coffee, yeah, security and the challenges of security. And I think you even said, uh, talking about uh, almost, it feels like a dangerous environment in telco. And yeah, and you seem, you, you seemed like this is an area of concern, but yet passion. Tell us a bit about um, what Telenor or, or Telenor Sweden are doing at the moment to review security. I think it's extremely important. And of course, we have it on top of our agenda. Uh, I think it's a, a requirement for for our business and our society in, in general. With the with the society com- becoming more connected, this is an increasing threat. And uh, I think that we must assume that uh, attempts uh, will occur, and we need to be prepared uh, for that. Uh, so that, that's why I think that um, security work that's all about uh, working proactively and long term. Uh, being prepared, I think all companies have vulnerabilities. It's about uh, finding them before your opponents do. Uh, so, so uh, a lot of things we have. Uh, as one of the first operators in the Nordics, uh, we have uh, certified our our uh, security system uh, according to ISO 2701. Mm-hmm. And it, this means that our entire operation from our uh, mobile networks and our customer service is uh, security certified, and and also you need to work with uh, finding the things before your opponents do. And we work uh, uh, with the internal hackers, and uh, we have uh, uh, bug bounty programs to to make sure that uh, uh, we uh, work proactively and fixing uh, any vulnerabilities uh, before the uh, opponents find them. What 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 is the threat then? Is this other countries threatening? Is this um, three random guys in the on the other side of the world trying to threaten the system? What obviously you won't be able to give me too much details, but what what type of threats is it? Yeah, as I said, uh, working with security is a long term effort, and we have strengthened our security work and invested in security for several years. And we are constantly being under attack, and that was long before Russia uh, attacked Ukraine. So you see different kinds of players, and we are definitely uh, on high alert now, and uh, with uh, external monitoring, we have uh, security people really browsing the dark web to, to see what's going on out there. And uh, so, so we're trying to understand the kinds of threats and how it can target us in, in various ways. And, and I think that's one of the things that we are working on is our security uh, culture. It is, is so important to constantly uh, upskill uh, employees in this area. So we have uh, mandatory e-learnings and uh, really follow a KPI regarding security awareness. And I think in this area, uh, diversity is a key factor uh, for successful security work. Uh, We need uh, different backgrounds and perspectives uh, uh, to strengthen uh, our proactive abilities. Uh, And and we are are working with uh, uh, several kinds of of, um, uh, ways on how we constantly work in this area to to get better 
So it's it's not it's just not just the technical part in terms of getting the right, I don't know, penetration testers, those type of people in. This is a, a company culture change for you. Definitely. Uh, I think and we have a lot of uh, money invested in, in good technology to to prevent and to monitor and, and to, to find uh, when things are, are happening. But uh, definitely it's about the security by design, but it's also about the, the general awareness of all the employees in, in our company to, to be aware of this. And also make sure that, uh, first of all, to, to keep our, our customer data uh, secure uh, and also uh, from from the consumer perspective to also uh, prevent the fraud, for example, working together with the uh, authorities and organizations and, and other places in order to minimize the uh, fraud because the, this is a landscape that is um, constantly shifting and, and you need to be really aware of what's going on out there. It does seem like I, I, I did a podcast like six months ago on security by design and privacy by design uh, and it does seem, definitely feel like it's a hot topic at the moment almost like a keyword like artificial intelligence was like three years ago do you see a desire from the employees from different backgrounds to get involved and and have a, have a much more interested approach to security now uh, yeah yeah I, I definitely think that but i also think that this is an area that we also need to uh, push and make sure that we are working with constantly uh, because you're never um more stronger than your weakest link, and, and you need to make sure that, that uh, this is a, a constant awareness uh, of everyone in working um, within the company and, of course, with the IT systems. Another area of interest uh, for yourself, Kristen, was um, the role of telco. Uh, so where it is in the market and, and what it can do. So how do you see that role evolving, changing, getting better over the next five years? Well, I, I think um, it's a really interesting question and um, the one that really knows, I think that you can speculate a lot and uh, with all techn- technology and et cetera and industries, it's going really fast now. Uh, but we see for sure that uh, with the rollout of 5G, we have uh, uh, seen new um, exciting opportunities. You get um higher speed that enables new, new uh, use cases and especially on the business to business side. Uh, so so we have like uh, our, our core business is to provide connectivity, but then we see uh, other services uh, on top uh, with um, mobile private networks uh, where you can have really cool use cases uh, with, um, for example, a, a port with self-driving uh, vehicles that needs uh, really uh, uh, low latency and, and um, uh, yeah, uh, really reliable um, uh, networks. So a lot of things uh, uh, going on in, in that space. Uh, and uh, also, so that from an, from an IT side, it's a really exciting uh, being able to cater for that going forward because you also need to support the customers. You need to have digital services. Uh, you need to have a smart use of data. Uh, yeah, and hang on, hang on. So, so in the telco world, you're dealing with self-driving cars. I would you just uh, I suppose when you think about it, it's absolutely ne- necessary. But I suppose, yeah, it's it's a very so. Wow, yeah, it's a, re- it's a really good point that. So yeah, you're kind of essential to that industry. 
Yeah, yeah, you need uh, you need the connectivity and you need the um, access to data in order to provide some of these uh, future futuristic use cases that to some extent are already here. So this is um, yeah exciting times. So I think that we have our our core business and then you have a layer coming with uh, with uh, new exciting um, things. So uh, yeah, it's a lot of things to to cater for going forward, uh, which makes this uh, industry really a cool place to be at. Do do people get ever surprised by the type of uh, projects they get assigned to in Teleno? Like, do they do they ever think they come in with like when they're joining like a telecoms business? Yeah, do many people know about the type of uh, projects you do in terms of this type of stuff? I think that we have some uh, cool uh, cases that we, we we talk about that we have uh, uh, one research project together with, uh, for example, the uh, KTH, so Kungliga Teknisk Högskola, one of the best uh, universities uh, here in, in Sweden, to to expand on some of these uh, new use cases. Uh, so, of course, that uh, that's uh, exciting to be part of, of thinking a bit of on more long term perspective. And at the same time, we have so much to do just. To, Doing our, our our daily business and uh, enabling customers uh, and uh, with uh, other types of digital services, improving our our customer journeys, um, etc. So uh, it's uh, a lot of things here now, but also keeping an eye on the horizon and what we're going to do next and how we're going to provide that. So apart from autonomous vehicles, what what other types of stuff are you you getting involved in? Do you see, do you see uh, the role of telco changing and in any other ways over the next five years? So we've got some interesting projects. You've got the customer experience. What kind of improvements can you do on the day-to-day customer experience over the next five years? How do you see that changing? Well, I think that we have a lot of things to do just on the basic customer journeys. I think that we are an industry that uh, people are not putting enough uh, trust in. It's nothing that we have a lot of things to do just to to really step up and, and, and improve um, to our uh, existing customers, provide mm. better, um, uh, better service uh, customer experience. So um, as I said, there are, are things to do. Uh, one of the more futuristic things, but then when you think about it, you also we have a lot of things to do as an industry. What 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 the core things that the industry could do? Is there any, any anything that you see a real opportunity to improve that day to day experience? One thing that I'm still a bit uh, curious about is that we don't. Uh, how come that we don't have more of our uh, sales and services online in this industry? This is not a Telenor Sweden uh, phenomenon. It's uh, more general. Uh, still uh, sell and service a lot of uh, our, our customers uh, through stores, and that's a great way to to uh, meet and, and service our customers, but uh, we definitely can uh, support more from an online perspective. As I said, I, I've bought my car um, totally uh, online uh, doing all the choices that you need that. And in that perspective, you should be able to really uh, buy a subscription, subscription and, and a handset uh, online. And of course you can do that, but uh, we're not doing that to really high degree at this point and and no one has really cracked that uh, from an industry perspective i think that's interesting and do you think do you think that's um the customers just preferring to do it face to face or do you think it's something the telco industry should be doing better almost yeah do you think it's just customer habit 
Um, or do you think there's an opportunity for telcos to kind of improve that experience so the customer actually feels the advantage of doing it that way? Yeah, I think it's both because, of course, you in some cases you want to, uh, when there's a new handset coming out, you want to touch it and see it and, and uh, you want to get, uh, and of course we have really great uh, people in our stores that, that that can give you good advice, etc. So I think it's a customer behavior thing, but I, I also see that we could uh, have more better journeys that maybe starts online and then ends up in a store or the other way around. So you get the multi-channel, really multi-channel um, approach. Uh, so it, it doesn't need to be totally online or totally in store, but have more a combination. Uh, if you want that uh, personal support and you really want to touch and feel uh, the technology. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so you mentioned throughout this that um, is still hiring. Um, yeah. Talano are doing very interesting projects as well as the day-to-day stuff. Um, you're dealing with security threats on a constant basis. It does sound like quite a safe and industry, in, interesting place to work. What type of people um, are you looking to join Talano at the minute? Yeah, we are looking for lead uh, developers, solution architects, Cloud engineer, we have a really exciting uh, cloud journey ongoing. Uh, so, uh, and then there's always uh, room for great talent. So, even if it, there's not a role that is up on our website, please um, reach out if you if found um, uh, Telenor Sweden to be an um, interesting place to be at. Uh, yeah, check up, uh, of course, check up on our website what we have out but also don't be afraid to reach out if you uh, think this sounds interesting. Justin, you, you, was, you were telling me earlier, and there's definitely a big push over to Telenor uh, for increasing that diversity over there. Yeah, um, tell us what's going on with that. Now, as I said, uh, diversity can be so many different things. And I think that we have a, a really great uh, organization with uh, people from different kinds of places of, of, of the world. So, But from a gender perspective, uh, and this is not a Telenor Sweden thing, but it's a, a tech industry thing. We have about 30% female in our organization now, and, and we are course looking to how can we improve that numbers and I truly believe that uh, this is an important area uh, to look to dive into. I've had uh, in my previous job uh, in SPP we were 45% women in the IT department so I know it's achievable and you need to work hard so we're looking into different uh, activities uh, regarding how we uh, how we act in recruitment processes uh, how we uh, make sure that we have representatives uh, uh, in, uh, in town halls, etc., that we that you are visible there, uh, and that you can see yourself, uh, even if you're a man or a female, um, uh, that you you find that uh, that you see it's a great place to work. Uh, and I think that uh, so making sure that you have good role models uh, and that you, you just are aware of these uh, questions uh, uh, in your everyday work. I think it's super important, and it, I think it, it sounds yeah. like it sounds like you're taking responsibility for this. Yeah, in terms of as a company, you're you're not going. Ah, why have we not got more women? Yeah, it, you, rather you're saying, right, this is what we're going to do to balance the books, kind of to make sure we increase the amount of people. 
yeah and by default obviously making it a better way a better place to work and a better place to deal with some some of those challenges you've got if you've got a more diverse workforce yeah and uh, it's to reflect our, our um, uh, customer basics etc you need to have different perspective i think this is uh, super important and and uh, as you know all uh, research shows that if you have a more diverse team then you're more a successful uh, company so uh, i think that that is a, a crucial uh, question that we are working hard with and will keep focusing on so that is of course the if you, if you think that Telenor seems like a great place to work, and especially if you're a woman uh, in the tech space, uh, reach out. Uh, and you can also um, connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, for example. So yes, just, uh, reach out. We will make sure we put uh, Kristen's LinkedIn URL uh, below uh, this podcast, uh, so you can click on nice and easily and make sure you drop her a message. Kristen, it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you. Thank you so much for giving us insights and security challenges hiring, future predictions in telco. Really appreciate your time today. Uh, Thank you. Thank you so much.